time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello, and welcome to episode 147, Five Essentials to Revitalize Yourself. Vitality, or our essential life force, is necessary to live. If we're going to live with health and happiness, it's important that we establish ourselves in a lifestyle to support both energy and vitality. In today's episode, I'd like to discuss the principles of vitality, why we need to create space, how nourishment raises our vibration, and why living our life's purpose decreases stress. I've identified five steps to restoring the vitality and focus that we need to fulfill our life's purpose. And these practices promote healing, well-being, and feeling good for, for me at least on a daily basis. The first step, or the first essential that I really came up with, is to remain calm. And I've heard me say that before, consciously aware, living in the moment. Awareness is the key to healing. It allows us to gain access to the inner core of our being, and it helps us untie those knots that bind our heart and keep us in a disheartened state. You know, by bringing mindfulness into focus, we gain access to the light that dwells deep within us, our pure awareness. And all of this can happen only when we truly remain calm. Here I'm defining calm as being in a state of awareness. And in that state, we become the witness, the one who's the observer, not the object of observation nor the process of observation itself. You know, pure awareness implies the observer is the one who's doing the breathing, the thinking, the listening, not to be mistaken for the object, and in this case, the body or the brain, nor the process, you know, carried out by the mind itself. If I ask you to focus on your inhalation and exhalation, how far does it go outside your body? So give it a try, if you're not driving, of course, and see if you're aware of this. Exhale and see how far your breath goes out and inhale to just see when does that inhalation start and from where does it start. And if we do this over time, we start to really discover things about ourselves. Breath is the key to training our awareness since it's what brings us into this world and actually what takes us out. Our inspiration and expiration are the key to all our healing aspects and all the mechanisms that occur with healing. And if you have conscious awareness and control over these two mechanisms, the inhale and the exhale, you can actually say that you've mastered your health and the process of healing. It sounds very simple, but it's quite a practice of working with the inhalation and exhalation and working with an even you know, systematic way in which it's restored. The next essential step is to use your body as feedback. You know, when we ask ourselves, who are we? It's been said that we're not the body and not the mind, but then who are we if we're not the body or the mind? 
Are we the mother, the father, the teacher, the salesperson, or are we something beyond all of that? You know, we label ourselves throughout our whole life, and this starts in childhood and maintains itself throughout our adulthood unless we have the awareness of this, we're really not going to be able to assess and accept where we are unconditionally without all the labels. So when we're talking about healing and we're talking about maintaining vitality or building our vitality and energy, we really want to use our body as feedback, even though we're not the body or we say we're not the body, but we really are a living entity within a body. And we want to really stop falsifications of the label, but we really want to go back into the body and say, well, where are we having, let's be real literal here, where are we having tightness? Where are we having discomfort? Where in the body do we feel a restriction in our energy flow? And that's what I mean by use the body as feedback, because the body is the map that really tells us what's happening in the mind. When we understand the body and its energy fields and how we're collecting and containing and circulating our energy, it allows us to really start peeling off some of those layers that I talked about, those labels that we have that bind us into the illness that we create. You know, keep in mind that we're fields of energy, as I mentioned. And in fact, it's been said that we're five layers from the most subtle to the gross body. Again, not the gross body to the most subtle, but the most subtle to the gross body. And with this in mind, we can work with the body to discover what force fields are flowing and which ones are blocked. We learn with this training is how to see our identities, how our identities actually leak energy and allure us from our own true nature. By using our body as feedback, we do that while practicing awareness, we begin to discover who we are and our ability to identify where we are without pretending to be somewhere else. With only this level of mindfulness or, you know, our inner knowledge, I should say, uh, when we have this level of mindfulness, our inner knowledge will come forward and help us develop a strategy to heal, heal our whole organism. And remember those of that have listened before, healing brings us back into balance. That's really what it is. And this requires intention and the focus to want to heal and bring ourselves back to that balance and the willingness to acknowledge that no one is going to do it for us. You know, there's no magic bullet and there's no hurry. You know, in some of the episodes that we've done in the past, I elaborate a lot on this topic. The third essential that I came up with to revitalize ourselves is step three, which is to create space. I always talk about creating space because energy needs space to flow. Disease comes from blocked energy pathways and to be vital and focused, we must let go of that which takes up that space in our mind and clogs our physical energy channels. So what's causing us to be unhappy, depressed or anxious? If we don't know, we just need to ask the question to see what comes of it. You know, the answer lies within our own being. We can incorporate special practices that help us, you know, to let go or detox ourselves. You know, we get into this detoxing, but detoxing really means just to let go. But we must also, and I'll talk about that in a minute, nourish as a counterpart to that. When we detox or we cleanse our mind-body matrix, we create space for new energy to flow, new opportunities and new awareness. 
So the key to step three here, that essential step, is to detox, create space, and simply put, let go of what's causing the problem. Detox diets have flooded the market, as I mentioned, with little knowledge of really what's being detoxed or let go of, and even less knowledge on the other side of the equation, namely nourishment. So let's turn to nourishment, because that's the fourth essential step that I want to talk about. When we nourish with live, clean, and well-prepared foods and herbs, we raise our vibration. Life is about pulsation, and our health is defined by our vibratory quality. You know, something dead doesn't have vibration. That's what clarifies it or makes it being dead. Its life force has gone because life is vibration. So what is nourishment? Well, to nourish, we must take into account the quality and quantity of nutrients that our specific organism, that our specific organism needs, as well as the nourishment we provide for the mind through our thoughts. For a detox program to be successful, which I've conducted many over the years, we must at the same time we're detoxing, we have to supply some form of nourishment. And that means to supply the medicine, as I call it, with mind medicine and healing. The medicine is actually the nutrients that support our organism from a digestive capacity. Many people detox but ignore the concept of nourishment. And we can feed our physical, psychological, and emotional and spiritual levels by optimizing our physical, mental, and spiritual digestive capacity. And very few acknowledge nourishment beyond the macro and micro nutrients. But it's really that, but it's more than that. And it's also nourishing our mental and spiritual digestive capacity. And then we move on to the essential step of step five. Know your life's purpose. And why? Because you want to be able to do for others. There's no other great, greatest gift in the world is what we can do for others. That brings us and lifts our spirit higher than anything. And one of our biggest stressors is not knowing our life's purpose. You know, we've all come with a purpose and many times we lose that scope. And that's when we fall into stress. It comes when we feel good. But we do this, how do we feel good? We have to create habits that rejuvenate our entire being to support our intention. And the book Feeling Good Matters is all about that. And Return to Radiance is actually the program that supports all of that. And that's the newest book that I have out right now. Because we really need to put into that systematic training so that we can live our life's purpose. And when we create the habits that rejuvenate, rejuvenate our entire being to support our intention, that's the place where we can sustain what we've accomplished by incorporating the lifestyle habits that I was just mentioning that support our belief system. So you have to have the belief system and the intention behind it. And at this stage, we must maintain practices that will say sustain a focused and calm mind. This new medicine includes forming and nurturing healthy relationships, eating habits, culture, you know, cultivating our positive thoughts and feelings and doing for others. So that's really the new medicine, especially now with all we're going through. We have to form, and as I say it again, nurturing healthy relationships, eating healthy foods, cultivating positive thoughts and feelings and doing for others. When we do for others, as I mentioned, we not only serve another human being, but we actually serve our higher self and feel good vibrations come to us. And also they extend out to our environment. 
One of the greatest gifts that we can give to ourselves is to do for others. And no one has ever felt bad when we reach out and serve any living being. And if we follow these five essential, and I call them steps or essentials, remain calm, use our body as feedback to see where we need to heal, create space, raise our vibration and live with purpose, we create an extraordinary balanced life. We return to radiance and that's what it's all about. So if you haven't done so already, visit my new book, Return to Radiance. You know, I don't specifically outline these steps, but the program that I suggest incorporates all of them, giving a systematic formula to bring vitality in both mind and body and soul. So check out my new book on Amazon if you haven't done so already, Return to Radiance, and see what you think. I'd love to hear from you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And if you have taken the course or class with me or anything with me, even a private consult, join me on our private Facebook group that I just created, the Center for Meditation Science. All are welcome who have participated so that we can talk about things and support each other on the path. And contact us at susantaylor.org if you have any questions, comments, or feedback. And again, Thank you for listening. The Susan Taylor Podcast does come out every week. And if you have any questions, comments, or something you might want to hear, you can actually put it in the group on uh, the, the Facebook private group, Center for Meditation Science, or contact us directly through susantaylor.org. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.